Hello, I'm Danny Gallagher. Welcome to our Business Gateway series of podcasts. Today, we're going to be talking about young people in business and sustainability. We're recording this on Earth Day. We don't just throw these podcasts together, you know. But what are the challenges along the way for young people starting up? What skills are required? Is sustainability more important to young people in business? And what is the support and opportunities available for our young entrepreneurs? Well, with us today is Amy Ritchie and Jake Elliott-Hook, who in 2018 founded the business Suite. Their product is a bottle made from sustainably sourced bamboo and wheat straw. The plan is to help reduce worldwide environmental pollution from single-use plastic. Wow, no mean feat, guys. Hello, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having us on. We're very interested to hear about the business, any support you received, the crowdfunding aspect, and how the business is developing. And I'm hoping you'll also give us an idea of some of the things you got right, and perhaps some things you might do differently now. So firstly, what's your background? So I studied at Queen Margaret University, and my background was in psychology, which has absolutely nothing to do with business. Yeah, and then I was in the same boat. So I was at Edinburgh College and I was studying beauty therapy with the hopes to go on and be a lecturer within beauty therapy. So again, yeah, completely irrelevant to where we are right now. <laughs> so uh, how did the idea come about? I mean, did you really think you were going to start your own business as soon as you, you left university? No, so it wasn't really um, anything planned. We kind of seen... Um, from being, you know, in college, university, the amount of single-use plastics that were being used by the students um, and, you know, at lunchtime, bins could get quite full of them. And then we also seen that... Yeah, there was a lot of reusable water bottle waste as well, Um, especially with with the, the class I was in. I found that a lot of my fellow students would come in with a new reusable water bottle every couple of weeks. And it would be the same kind of reason, like, oh, you know, it smells, you know, it tastes metallic. I don't like the steel, I don't like plastic. Um, and then yeah. they would just throw it away and come with a new one. And that kind of got me thinking, a lot of these aren't getting recycled. Yeah. And we realized there was a gap in the market there for something that was easy to clean, that was um, practically designed, that was more sustainable, um, had a circular economy concept and mind. So that just kind of, we thought, why not try and make something um, ourselves? I think we were really naive to just think like, it won't be that hard. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we just kind of, one thing led to another, I seen a TV ad for Business Gateway, um, and I thought, you know what, we don't know anything about business, so I'll contact someone who does. And we were put in touch with our local business gateway advisor, we told him the idea, and he was like, absolutely go for it. Yeah, I think that was one of the reasons that made us continue with the business, um, because our, our business gateway advisor was so enthusiastic about the product. Um, and that gave us a lot of motivation, a lot of energy, you know, and yeah. we realized we had something that was good yeah um because it, when you're a startup it's very easy for people to turn you down and say you know that's not going to work like how are you going to do this especially a lot of people would say you know you're in such a saturated market um which is true um but you know you just think well that means it's a no-go but because he was so positive I think 
that really we were like yeah we can do this yeah, we can do it. Give it a good this back. is fantastic to hear about business gateway and that, that hasn't been primed by me at all so i'm, <laughs> I'm delighted to hear that um, so, so I, I mean, in terms of the actual business, what um, what did you think was the what's the biggest challenge that you you faced when starting out? So many. Um, I think the biggest one was getting funding, securing funding, because it is it's expensive to make a product. You know, you need um, you need the design, you need the the molding, the tooling. Um, and then the manufacturing as well. And IP protection, IP protection branding, yeah. marketing. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff. And again, we just didn't really think about that that much. Like we just thought, oh, well, I think you think like, oh, I'll come up with this great idea and it'll be fine. Like people will buy it. But actually, it's how are they going to buy it? Um, and how are people going to even know about you? All of that type of thing. So, yeah, we really struggled for the first while to get some funding behind us we didn't want to get investment at that point um we just wanted to kind of do it organically um and so we started going forward for grant funding competitions and that was another thing business gateway kind of led us down to as well we didn't even realize that was an option at first um but steve our advisor was like yeah you can go forward for different grant competitions there's money out there from the scottish government um and that's what we've done we spent a good two two and a mm. half years doing that and that um, led us down the path of crowdfunding as well yeah so the initial grant funding got us the basics you know mm. um we did try to do everything ourselves as well we were very stingy <laughs> whenever we got grant funding we didn't want to spend, spend it on it. anything um so we did try and do everything ourselves we even, we even done the branding ourselves that's a natural thing to do though for small businesses it is it's a natural yeah, thing and i think to it's do super because... important i think a lot of startups think that they have to go to a branding agency and they think they need experts to do these things when a lot of the time you can learn these skills and do it yourself um and it's not so that tell us, about, tell us about your branding then sweet so it's s w h e a t so how who came up with that idea yeah no so that was that was uh that was mine um but yeah we wanted it to be a pun on the word uh sweet yeah. um because we use wheat straw um as a main material in the product. So it was just kind of play on words. I think that was one of the hardest parts was coming up with the name. Mm -hmm. It took ages. And we actually had a different name before we changed it. Um, but the logo that you see today is the logo that we started out with. Mm -hmm. um, so um, even our packaging is done by Jake as well. He just learned how to do all of that on, mm -hmm. the, on different software. Um, and so, yeah, I think people really do let that be a hurdle but actually it really doesn't need to be and I think in terms of, of branding it's quite interesting you say that you've got your original logo I think many businesses fall into the trap of, of changing their logo so as soon as you change that logo you change loyalty if you think of some of the biggest companies in the world Coca-Cola for example logo has never changed if you think of some of the car companies logos haven't changed um, so, so it's an interesting uh, idea in terms of the branding that, you know, it's good to keep the logo. And even if it is just a slight tweak or whatever, that your, your loyalty is there. I'm curious about the bamboo and the wheat straw then. So why, how did you strike on this? These kind of <laughs> it, it, took, it took a very long time because um, we, we didn't end up launching the the product wasn't ready to launch until the end of 2019 so it was a good good almost two years trying to 
get this material to work and it was a lot of back and forth on um you know how much bamboo how much wheat straw Hmm. um our original idea was actually a glass bottle um and it had our kind of concept was that it would be easy to clean and we made like these caps from um, a bamboo style material and then we actually realized quite quickly glass isn't very practical it was very heavy and yeah if you drop it that's it right so we thought why not make the whole thing from this one piece of bamboo that we used but then doing some research we found a lot of um, places that use bamboo would use melamine which is a chemical that doesn't have potentially some health well has some potential health concerns so we obviously just want didn't want to use that we steered clear from that and that led us down to the path of actually incorporating some wheat straw um to be a binder um as well so yeah it was again you just kind of fell down that rabbit hole um but it wasn't a planned thing it just kind of happened well sustainability is obviously at the forefront of, of your business uh, and I'm just wondering, what kind of support did you get as as young people setting up in, in business? Apart from the business gateway support, were, were there other organisations or other people, friends, family? What, what kind of support did you get? Um, well, to be honest, we didn't tell our uh, friends or family when we first started, just because it is it's very easy for people to be quite negative towards someone starting their own company because it's a crazy thing to do. Is that a Scottish thing, do you think, or is it a just... Yeah, I think it's a Scottish thing. And I think especially not having any family members who have had a business or involved in anything like that, they also don't really know what goes on themselves. So, yeah, I think it, you get people maybe make assumptions um, or negative assumptions. And so we just thought, oh, well, we'll just keep it secret. And I think as well, then it puts a level of pressure on you as a person because then you feel like you've actually got to achieve something amazing once people know about it so we we just kept it yeah we kept it pretty (laughs) quiet um the the only other support we kind of got was from different grant funding competitions wasn't it um scottish edge were a really big help um we received fifteen thousand pounds from scottish edge because we won the young edge um award um, and that was that was great. That really helped us. Yeah, that was one of our biggest ones. We got also support from Royal Bank of Scotland as part of their Back Her Business um, Awards, um, Princess Trust. A lot of the yeah big Scottish um, bodies were really really helpful. Um, and I think yeah, w- without having the funding and without having that initial support from our advisor, we definitely wouldn't have started the business. Okay, so in terms, just you're talking money now. What about the crowdfunding then? How did how did that come about? I mean, that that that's complicated at best for for most small businesses. Yeah, so we we done a crowdfunder and we we're basically saying this is a product we want to make. Um, we think it's really cool. We hope you think it's cool as well. Um, you can buy it now, and if we hit our funding goal, which was ten thousand um, pounds, we'll manufacture and ship out the product to everybody. Um, and they could buy it at a discounted rate. And it was terrifying because we only had 30 days to raise £10,000. And if we didn't hit the funding goal, we wouldn't take any money back with us at all. Um, so it was really hit or miss and it was pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. Um, but luckily, by the end of the 30 days, we doubled our goal and we raised um, just over £22,000. 
Um, so it was, it was very good. We were very grateful for everybody that um, contributed and, and helped us. That's, uh, that's remarkable, isn't it? You know, th th it can go one way or the other, so you're never really quite sure. But you've obviously had an idea and latched onto the sustainability, and, you know, you're obviously very committed to that. And just in terms of, of young people in business, were you taken seriously initially? You know what? I think Scotland's quite bad for having other e-commerce businesses. There's not many e-commerce businesses in Scotland. Um, so I think a lot of people don't take us seriously. Um, Scotland's very heavily focused on tech and tech companies. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't think we were taken seriously when we first started, no. Yeah, I think it was really hard to compete, especially in a lot of grant competitions as well, or just getting support in general. We had literally a reusable water bottle. As cool as that is, it's not a tech product it's not something that stem cells or you know space research or something along those lines so it is hard to compete um and yeah I think we were really young I mean I was um I would just turn so I was the day that we filmed our crowdfunder campaign and kind of launched that was my 18th birthday so yeah um and then it, that was like two years before that point. So, yeah, I kind of started when I was about 16, 17. Um, and Jake was only, what, 19, 20. So, yeah, um, it was pretty young. And I think we were very, again, naive. So we probably didn't come across as confident um, compared to maybe our peers. And, yeah, <laughs> definitely didn't get taken too seriously, but it's OK. <laughs> and what would have helped then? Would would have presentation skills would that have helped initially if, if you were you know pitching or well you've obviously did very well if you won Scott Scott Edge so you know it, you couldn't have done much wrong to be perfectly honest that's from from, from my view reading into the business and, and you guys yeah I mean we, we we picked up skills along the way but we were <laughs> we were very uh, rusty when we first started for sure yeah I think it was just practice um and going through all the hurdles mm-hmm I, I, that was going to be my question, you know, I wonder what skills you think is necessary to start up a business. And, and you know, is a lot of it just practice and getting in front of people and, and honing your, your, your product and your, your presentation skills and almost your selling, isn't it? That's really your selling skills. Yeah, I mean, we, we live in a world that's very, very easy to access information on pretty much anything. You can go on YouTube and you could probably learn to build a house within a week um, it's, it's very easy to find information um, and that also makes it very easy to learn new skills but yeah I, th I think I think above all that um, it's mainly just consistency and just staying on course and just continually doing the grind and and, and really going for it is it long hours did you realize the, the long hours that there the were going to be or yeah, I mean, the, the hours are very weird. You know, the, 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 some days you'll just be working crazily late to get a presentation ready or, but yeah, I mean, our hours are always constantly changing. I mean, now that we've, we've took on employees, it's a bit more consistent. A bit more structured. A bit more structured. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause then it's, it's more like we come in at nine and then we leave at five and it's actually helped quite a lot. But before sometimes there'd be weeks where you'd be really busy and in other times there'd be times where you didn't actually have as much work to do um 
And it's interesting too, because we went into the business straight from graduating. So we went in full time and I know that's quite unusual. Um, and I don't know if it's always the best thing to do, but for us, it was a kind of natural progression just to graduate and go right in. Um, but I think if you can maintain maybe even a part-time position, it probably could help just keep that balance right in terms of, yeah, working mm. too much and then not enough. <laughs> so you're a growing business. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're a you know, young person setting up in business. Any business that's setting up as a new business, as soon as you start taking on employees, it becomes serious, doesn't it? Yeah. It does become serious. So, so tell us about that. How, you know, how did you go about that? And, and you know, you've got ultimately responsibility now for folk, and that can be very daunting for, for SMEs. Yeah, it's the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of governance, the amount of paperwork, so much to learn, um, like, you know, I didn't understand about pensions and contributions and national insurance. Like, it's just not something you ever get taught. Um, and luckily, we, through, you know, all of our support, all of our pitching, and were provided from Edinburgh Merchant Company. A mentor, that mentor is an accountant um, and a financial director. So he's been, you know, probably one of the biggest helps mm. in that sense because he's been able to kind of teach us all of these steps required in recruitment um and we probably don't always get it right as well but I think it's just a learning curve um and again there is a lot of information online too so I was reading a lot of the government documents online about employment employment rules um and that really helped so yeah it's just I'd say it's quite time consuming. That's one of the big things. It sounds to me that you have to be a bit of an all-rounder when you're running a business. So it's not just about your products. It's about you're learning absolutely everything. And of course, we know the best entrepreneurs, that's, that's how they do business. They've got to know what's going on in their own company all of the time. So that's quite interesting just to hear from that point of view, how that's all panning out. What about the products then themselves? How, how successful are they? Are you selling any? Yeah, the, the, the products have been great. We're actually out of stock right now. Um, we recently started offering co-branding on our sweet bottles, um, and we launched that back in November. Um, and that's been huge. We've managed to work with some really big brands, um, you know, Google, Facebook, Amundi Asset Management as well. They were a huge one. And yeah, we, did, we didn't expect the, uh, the, the stock to sell so fast mm-hmm. um, once we started offering co-branding. So now we're kind of left with no stock at the moment. A victim um, of your own success, then what, <laughs> what are you going to do about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not entirely so much we can do. We're just trying to, um, you know, process production as fast as we can. But yeah, it's just right now taking kind of pre-orders um and letting people know that they're gonna have to unfortunately wait a little while but most people don't mind because it's for events that are later on in the year and things like that so that's totally fine and then yeah website sales have been growing 200 year on year as well so that's always really exciting um and we're just excited 
to get stock in and we've got so much new ideas um as well in terms of different marketing ideas so yeah excited for that and in terms of the actual product then um how long does it i mean an enviable position to be in to be sold out of stock but how long does it take then to manufacture them it kind of depends um so at the moment we're looking about six weeks um but sometimes it can be less so when we're doing like co-branding we can do that um in about 11 days um but yeah at the moment we're looking at about six weeks so we're getting we'll have our stock for june so that's brilliant uh, just in time as you say for the opening up of all the the summer festivals and whatever yeah so that's absolutely brilliant and so going forward then um, how is it that you're going to take over the world? It's a good question. Um, and <laughs> I'd love to know all the answers. Um, I think we're just looking forward to now that we've made um, and built up our team, we're looking forward to seeing the results from that, I guess. Um, we took on just this week our brand partnerships manager. So that's um, to particularly deal with all those co-brand inquiries. Um and I think that will be really beneficial to us as well. And then, yeah, um, we've got a lot of new ideas for new products and new colours. So there's a lot in the works. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Well, it's been, it's been great speaking to you both. And uh, I hope that uh, the information that you've given us today will be of use, not just to, to young folk in business, but that's important, but, but to everyone, because a lot of the things you said, um, span all SMEs so it's very interesting I wish you all the best with your product although you won't need that because it's obviously very successful so uh, we're delighted for, for you both so thanks very much for joining us on our podcast today no thanks, thanks so, much. so much for having us it's Thank great being a part of it yeah that was Amy Ritchie and Jake Elliott Hook the founders of the business suite And this has been a Business Gateway podcast. You can listen to all our other podcasts at begateway.com, where you'll also find more information on our support services. I'll be back next time with more Business Gateway podcasts. Until then, bye for now.